and welcome to the NXT preview. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick. Look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh, uh. We do daily <laughs> wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT, but <laughs> pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. On the money quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to NXT tonight and all the fallout from NXT Line, which is just great. Uh, hit and miss. The Iron Survivor is the greatest new match type in history. So it's better than the cage because if you say it in history, they're, well, all, they're all new ones. Okay, sorry, one yeah, time. greatest most greatest recent match modern history. Yeah, better than Anakin. Yeah, in the arena. no, that's no, not. It's <laughs> twice as good. It's had twice as many good matches than Anakin in the arena. So, well, he's done you with math. There you go. Uh, he hasn't done it though, has he? I yeah. loved both of those matches. Uh, yeah. One of them was really, really good. The other one was just kind of there. I think. Well, right. So I think the women's one was. Elevated by the gimmick a little bit. Penalty so. bags. Oh my god. Penalty bags spot the use of Lash Legend coming in whenever he's that good and dominant and thinking, well, the disadvantage here is that like people have already had a chance to get falls, but What's the going on this table. I don't know, it's creaking it. The advantage is I kick ass, so I get to get these falls mm. quickly. I thought that was like good use of her. The men's one was just a strong match. Then one oh. was better match than last year, like less. Grace Smaller was a great mm-hmm. addition to last year's to kind of get the format over as what a little bastard what can a, do. What a beautiful subversion of it this year's was. Yeah, like Trick Williams, a few times now, it's not always, he doesn't always put it together in ring, but clearly has the star quality to maybe go mm. all the way in WWE. Like the connection with the crowd is real. Uh, it's earned. He's, like I say, not all of the matches hit, but he's doing enough, more than enough to get by, truthfully. I'd rather... Like they're being compared because they've been together on screen since the beginning. Trick Williams has what Carmelo Hayes doesn't ultimately, I think. And Carmelo Hayes kind having of meta that storyline now. Uh, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. And him having quite a poor match with Lexus King. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have had poor matches with Lexus King. I but think it's a bit of hand, it's hand of the author stuff, not necessarily the intention, but it's still incredibly effective nonetheless. Yeah. Never thought I'd say that about Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here we are. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a good night for the Iron Survivor mm-hmm. as a gimmick. When is it not? Again. Uh, Again perfect went. record. Punk and Michaels was hilarious. So oh. Oh. Oh my God. Just like a beautiful dumpster fire if such a thing can exist. Uh, and I, uh, mm, the, Singles matches were really quite poor. Like, oh, I like Dragon Lee winning the title. Like that. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. I was thinking of the cage match, the main event, and Lexus King come out That was all right, actually. Of the three. It wasn't a good show, I don't think. But I disagree. But The Iron Survivors were tremendous. Like oh, God, I would yeah. hate to see how bad an NXT show would be for you to drop the gimmick. Except it's not a gimmick, though, is it, Mr. Wilborn? No, no, I was going to say. Mr. Dr. Buttons. <laughs> It ain't paranoia. It's a useless. I genuinely gave up on Trick Williams. Not like forever, but mm. I thought, oh, well, he's not he's not winning the Iron Survivor then. When he was like in the penalty box, yep. everyone had like two or three falls, and I was like, well, that's over. And I thought, Bron Breaker, sorry, Bron Breaker's arrival was sensational as always. The way they shot Trick getting that last fall, specifically to hide Bron Breaker, but you know that as the viewer, so you're going, oh, Jesus Christ, Bron's winding up a spear here. God damn it, he's going to get three and then at the last minute lose 4-3. 
and then he hits his, like a big knee and wins. Like a lovely subversion of how they normally shoot those endings to just maximise the excitement because obviously people in the building can see Bron lining up but we might as well be able to see it because we know mm. it's coming. I, j- I just thought that finish was so well played out and really difficult as well. Difficult level yeah. high to like make it. Oh, you've got a clock right there. You can't really, I suppose you can gimmick the clock, I suppose, but you can't really fake it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like the way they built the excitement to have it land, what, it was like two seconds from the end. So there was no time for anybody else to get back into it. This is not insightful at all. Everyone who's said it and praised it knows this. The timing deserves yet more praise. Yeah. Even if it's not insightful to say, we don't like to regurgitate on this podcast, mm. but my God, you have to, you can't not watch that and think, my God, what an incredible feat of timing and drama all of that was. And I've got two things, mainly on the men's Iron Survivor, because I don't really have takes on anything else. Everything played out as expected. That wasn't that match, and that's not necessarily a good thing, so I was hardly hyped for the card. Sorry, Dr. Buttons. <laughs> two things, right? Away from all the bollocks, and we can see that it's bollocks, so we just have fun with a lot of NXT. The partnership and the vet and the mixed fortunes of Trick and Carmelo Hayes has been done fabulously, mm. like fabulously throughout the inception of Two Point. It's a long story, isn't it? Can you remember going back to the introduction of that act? It's like, hey, Trick's here. Trick's always been here. Yeah. We're best friends. We were like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they just pretended that you'd seen them the whole time. What's wrong with you? They've been here together the whole time. They're best friends mm. from, like, back in their childhoods or whatever. We were like, oh, what a silly device that is. I can't take these two seriously together. We've just met them, and they're pretending that they're the yeah. best friends and they're inextricably linked. And now, they're best friends and they're inextricably linked, but they can't be two ones. Mm. They can't be two ones, and each of them is gunning for it. And you can actually believe it, and it's really well performed. They are hymns. They are hymns. You can't <laughs> go be one hymn. Yeah. Um, one other thing about this finish as well. It's like, I don't think I've seen such an unbelievable turnaround of our lost. There we go to, oh my God, the one. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say the action was as, as, was as spectacular. I wouldn't say the, emo- what the emotion trick. It wasn't as great as these moments, but the Young Bucks would be proud of that finish. Mm-hmm. They've mastered that. Our... Uh, They've lost. They are not. They're about to win, and then they lose. Like that sudden, Jesus Christ, I'm overwhelmed by how much drama and the expectation of one thing and how you subvert it. Like in the second FTR match, the best one, when... The dynamite one, was that? The dynamite yes. one. yeah, yeah. When Nick Jackson's going to go for the um, Meltzer driver, Dax catches him mid-flip, puts him back on the ropes, and it's a Liger bomb. Mm. It's like, what a near fall that is. Mm. Like, Victory from the jaws of defeat stuff. And this was young Buxian <laughs> in terms of how they laid this out timing-wise. Uh, the rest of the show was just what I expected, and I expected little. Um, yeah. I could see Cora Jade back. Hi. Uh, it? Okay. <laughs> it was, they, got their, uh, they got the socials moment with Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, she teased it, hadn't she? There was a QR uh, tell you if you're paying attention. That's it. He decoded the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know, if you were to... Pay attention, please. You'd have got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, like, I don't know really what Cora Jade's character is, but I suppose that's okay because there's time to watch that mm-hmm. play out now. Like, she went away as a total loser, having failed as a heel. It wasn't a glittering run in the end, was it? Like, the failed baby face, the failed heel... 
it's a steep climb back up, but they've brought a right back in at the top of the card. So, uh, the Punk Michaels thing was just thoroughly bizarre. So weird, <laughs> so straight. Like, do you think they proper like they genuinely had that? Old pros will call it in the yeah. ring. And, and then, then within, they couldn't call. And then within like six seconds, it was like, what, what are we going to do? <laughs> we haven't got any songs. I love that. Yeah. It's a good take. They probably just went, oh, we're geniuses at this. Yes. We know what we're doing. Let's go out there and call it. And they called nothing. <laughs> it's phenomenally awkward, perversely funny. Um, like, why does CM Punk? And maybe, you know, I feel bad. Do I feel bad? Maybe I do feel a little bit bad. Like, why does it feel like every time he's on TV, He's, like, undergoing therapy. And as someone who has underwent therapy, I should probably be a little bit kind, but he's always like, oh, it's about healing. Oh, I was in a bad mood, but you've lifted me up, and, mm. oh, I'm going to be nice now, and all the rest of it. It's like, Christ, maybe you should just grow your hair out and do the straight edge society. <laughs> <laughs> or go to actual therapy. And all this real therapy. <laughs> yeah, like go to actual therapy, because maybe you need it. Um, I just, uh, when, oh, me and Triple H made up. It's all about healing. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It's just odd. I like the hoodie. I like the hoodie. Sean hoodie. Michaels is, like... He hasn't got the comedic timing anymore. No. Like he's an old man. He's an old man, and he's like, uh, weird. Like, <laughs> what did he say? What's with the hoodie? Oh, I like the hoodie. Well, he just sort of, like, stonewalled that, like, Punk says. Uh, he, he didn't say so I step on your own dick there, but he pretty much just stopped short and said, like, oh, sorry, did you need to finish? Like, did I cut you off before you got a chance to say suck it? So I was like, huh? Went a bit like Vince with Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that, was that my catchphrase? I am I am I am such suckers in the two thousand six and it's in front of God. <laughs> not, not in front of God, Phil. That's in front of God, I say. I was it was and then like And the in front of my lord. The music cutting them both off and then it cut into the start of the show as well. Mm. It was great. It was like what what, what the hell was that? Because <laughs> I knew about it before I watched I only watched it last night. And I was like, oh, we're really interested to see when they drop it, what happens. Are they going to tease an HBK CM Punk match? Mm. And then that happened. And I was like, well, that was a sure was a thing that happened. So the intention. So what had happened was on the Saturday, Punk, it was quite sweet. Uh, if you're a CM Punk fan and a Fed fan, and especially if you're both. Uh, he was, he tweeted outside the headquarters, I'm in Connecticut, anything, anything going on? And then he tweeted a picture of being in the WWE gym watching Superstars from 1995, watching Xanti Claws. Uh, and then Shawn Michaels or somebody tweeted, oh, well, we're just up the road in Bridgeport. You want to get yourself along? So that was all the buzz. Genuine buzz. Can't not go then, can you? Yeah. Like it's one of those awkward ones. Oh, I've just seen you've, uh, you've checked in the bar in town. We're over at this bar if you want to pop over. You, that's it now. You can't just d- dip out. It's psychotic doing that, though. What? Oh, like, you're stalking someone like that. Yeah. yeah. But I assume everyone was just, hey, hey, Sean, seen this? <laughs> Heard about this? <laughs> Just to, to talk about the uh, mellow trick thing, by the way, our good friend Lee Pickering over at Lean Gate Valves, mm-hmm. sponsors of Chesterfield, of course. Yep. Um, send us something that you and none of us have spotted. Really, I haven't dropped this. I haven't dropped this on you yet, Sige. Oh, this is mind blowing. That sounded sinister. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Well, uh, it could be. From our good friends at Lean Gate Valves, it couldn't possibly be. Um, Get all your valves if you're yeah, in the Chesterfield need a valve area. In your in Chesterfield, you know where to go. What is a valve? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Send us another email. But Lee says, I'm probably way off the mark here, but these NXT anonymous videos keep showing Carmelo on his phone, right? Correct. There was another backstage locker room segment a few weeks ago 
where Josh Briggs was on his phone and was asked by Brunks and Fallon who it was, and he said, oh, nobody. This hasn't been brought up since. Are they connected? And Briggs was, why is he in the Iron Survivor? Yep. When he's, when he's basically the wingman for the Virgin. Correct. That was odd, but maybe... What did uh, Briggs and uh, Trick Williams do in the match? Anything? Uh, it was nothing that... It was, it was, it was man for man. They were, they yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was attacking everybody, everybody else for himself. No friends, only foes. Yeah. Briggs took the first fall of Trick Williams' four. So... Huh? 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 Actually, well, he's blown it wide open. No, seriously, I mean... For, Facetious with this bit, but that's genuinely a good insight from yeah. Lee, Mr. Lee. Pickering. <laughs> Indeed. I, 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 I didn't make those two things together. I'm too busy, like, when I'm watching it, like, thinking, right, how can I get some cat jokes out of this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming? <laughs> uh, Who's doing the coming? Remember when you never used to ask the question? Everybody's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it was cum soaked. Well, shouldn't we mention Briggs? He's in action tonight, of course. There's another three on three match. Briggs. I don't like this. The creaking. I don't know. Move your table a bit that way. How's that? That might have just happened there. Yeah, that might have fixed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything broke. Uh, no, uh, Briggs. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, Hamlet's hips. <laughs> Careful that joke tonight, Dick. <laughs> I got him in the end. I'm well, learning the power of. There you go. Rory got me with a good one earlier on. Uh, he was like uh, he's talking about the Royal Rumble, and as I was explaining to you two. I'm kind of devastated because I have to go to someone's fortieth. They won't listen. It's fine, Ugh. but it's a Royal Rumble weekend. I'm kind of raging actually. And uh, I said, yeah, I can't I'm watch, watch it live. <laughs> no. Live and sober. I'm going to try and leave the night to get back to watch <laughs> the rumble. And, uh, oh, it's getting on. It, oh, I said, I've got to miss it. It's someone's 40th. And Rory just went straight away. Oh, do you remember what yours was like? Like, <laughs> God damn. But Briggs Jensen. Like? <laughs> do you remember the shoot? 40s. <laughs> <laughs> you old. That's the joke. <laughs> Did they have banner in the past? That's the question. I still think it's weird how, like, we're closer to the 2040s than the 1940s in my head. That's right. Uh, but Briggs Jensen and Fallon Henley. So the darkness the other week, and my mate was like, uh, just like... The dark, I think like, we're closer to, like, the 70s the, as well. The darkness song, it's, like, probably, like, the best, like, the modern Christmas songs, isn't it? And I was like, that was, like, 20 years ago. Like, when we were growing I, up in the 90s. Don't, they sleepers. don't make them, though. They don't make them anymore. You don't get many anymore, do you? No. Them lad baby dickheads <laughs> really stole it to... The inverted commas, charity, so they could flog sausage rolls. That'd be funny, right? If I'm a pop musician mm -hmm. in this day and age, mm. and I'm feeling a bit, uh, feeling juicy, creative's flowing, I'm thinking, I'm going to write a Christmas song, because you just become so entrenched within pop culture, like, forever. Yeah. That's what About a Boy taught us. That's the ideal life, isn't it? If you're... Your grandparents never seen a it. Christmas banger, then you mm -hmm. just live off the sort of resids. Maybe not now. Spotify. Like That's the thing. That. It's more about the the fame. Legacy now, isn't it? Legacy now, and just getting played every single December. Mm -hmm. What was the last? One hundred and twelve quid from Spotify or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like millions of plays. What was the last good one? I Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. That was really good. When was uh, one more sleep Ugh. by uh, Leon Lewis? That's a banger. I know, maybe Certified. That. Who certified it? Dr. Button. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that should be, I certify this match to be good. <laughs> Doctor, it's I'm your a, table. Is it? The listeners don't care. Doctor, I'm quite concerned that uh, some, I'm like sort of like nervous that I might get attacked mm -hmm. backstage by a 
um, twin wrestling tag team. I can't get it out of my head. Mm. Well, I can I can diagnose you right now. All right. I'm, I'm pleased to tell you it's not paranoia. It's the Usos. Thank you. Dr. Buttons. <laughs> I want to <laughs> you having that? You want to do one? He'll say it again. No, I got jealous that I didn't have one. <laughs> um, Briggs Jensen, Fallon Henley, taking on Metaphor tonight. A win for our faves here. Get them back on track after a difficult night at Yang. Mm. And potentially further developments with Henley and Jensen, perhaps. Oh, mistletoe attached to the belt, perhaps. <laughs> A belt? What are we talking about? Yeah, to on the waist. Oh, okay. Yeah, hanging over his dick. <laughs> oh, because you say belt and it's wrestling. I'm thinking he's won a title. Sorry, yes. That's where the confusion comes in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they just, they just got in a fight backstage, didn't they? Did Lane, because basically Metaphor, uh, metaphor walked up and went, you all lost. Aye. They've got to be losers for them. Either losers for them to beat or for the Metaphor to win, if only to further Sorry. the ascension. Sorry, what's the match? Brooks, Jen- uh, sorry, right. Brooks Jensen, Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley taking on... Well, Lash Legend, Oramento, and Noam Dar. Actually, no. Dissension with the Cowboys, mm. resulting in Lash Legend. Phone, a phone call for Josh Briggs. Oh, my God. Lash Legend, Batter, and Fallon Henley. To Lash build Legend on. looks amazing, she, yeah. He's kicked ass two shows in a row now. See if he can make it three uh, with a big win. Like, gets to pin over Fallon Henley, and Fallon Henley's looking like, where, where were you, man? And it's because they were fussing and <laughs> <in> a feuding. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brooke Jensen's got an erection, he has to hide it under the ring apron. <laughs> and Josh Briggs has got a phone call. Trying to make the heart attack. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I told you the story about uh, the lad from school. Right, I won't tell you the guy's name, but I'll tell you afterwards, uh-huh. okay? Because it's a good nickname law. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, 10, geography. Brian, it's not his name. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Code. Brian, chatting so much, why don't you stand up <laughs> and uh, tell the class uh, what contours are. I think it was like, it was something geography. Yeah. All I remember from geography was contours. And it's like, basically the curriculum has improved, I think, considerably. Because we did, we learned about contours. Mm-hmm. Stuff on top of stuff. Yeah. And there was like, cut out a bit. I was like, yeah, 10. <laughs> 15 years old. Cut out a bit of card. Okay. Cut out a slightly smaller circle. Okay. I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> slightly smaller circle. The card and your scissors. A different color card. <laughs> if I'm 15 years old, I kind of get it. And then do a little tiny circle and put the big, glue it down. Littler, glue it down. The contours. Mm-hmm. To be fair, stuck with me forever. There you go, got it. it. Yeah. Stuck with me forever. Uh, James, if you're feeling so talkative, uh, why don't you stand up uh, in front of the class and explain to them what contours are? Because I was going to do that, but no, apparently you can do my job for me. No, miss. <laughs> <laughs> And like someone, like you know the most like uh, devastating guy, you just know. Yeah, he's like the cruelest guy. Oh yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brian's got a stiffy. <laughs> and I'm not doing this. I was stand up then. No, <laughs> he's, he's rock hard. Fifteen-year-old boy is rock hard. In my Idiot. story, <laughs> took it in your waistband. Feels awesome, and it hides it. So. <laughs> Look, how are you going to do that when literally the entire class? Look at Brian over there. Hey, right, Brian. He's, he has to go, he you can't go like Brian. I might as well check it. I've been called out. That's what you think. It's like, oh, put it in the waistband. Stand up. And we look over there in a second. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? Frisbee your contours over there. <laughs> 
So oh, that's Brooks Jensen. Yeah. Um, if you're going to tell us the, the nickname one afterwards, just so the audience get their nickname satiated. Have I told you about Joe, who I went to, I went to uni with? No. Maybe. First week. We talk probably. a lot. So yeah. you're, you're in halls, and whatever you do now, you have to be very, if you're going to university, very careful early on. Uh, yeah, you, you, you get stigmatized yeah. in the yeah. first yeah. month. Vital first few weeks. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Kitchen habits. I somehow survived getting mortal drunk because I'm on September birthday. Oh, So second yeah. week, and it's, oh, your birthday, I'll get you shots, shots, shots. I was very, very drunk. Uh, very drunk. And I, uh, I, I was lucky to survive the yeah. old uh, social aspect. Uh, Joe, I didn't don't do anything bad. No. It's like face down in the toilet. You just don't want to mark your cards with people, do you? Yeah. Um, Joe, uh, don't know what he's up to now. Smart lad, uh, but made the mistake of revealing, possibly when he'd had a drink or, or maybe not, uh, he'd uh, accidentally dropped his uh, door key in the toilet. So he was Pooey Joe for... Uh, uh, yeah, have, uh, yeah. <laughs> Here he comes, Pooey Joe. Haven't you got a girlfriend yet? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My mate also used to do that with another of our friendship group who was uh, desperate. Um, he'd introduce him to girls, but he'd say, oh, ladies, uh, this is uh, James. Real name. Uh, I should have changed it, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, he's got a foot fetish. So, thoughts? And for some reason, perennially single. Um, off the back of it. People are cruel, aren't they? <laughs> Awful. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies... I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Of the back of NXT Deadline, um, obviously, Dijak thought he was in with a shout near the end until Eddie Thorpe got involved. Mm. 
Um, I'm going to try and find the, the tweet that Dijak sent out, by the way, uh, regarding this match. But uh, how do you see this one going, Hamper? Is this the double, the picture of the two of them hitting the moonsaults at the same time? Oh, no. He sent out a different one. The, I'm sure there's one tweet where like, they're both hitting the moonsaults at the same time. And oh. Dijak's having like, a lot of fun with this gimmick, and he tweeted something along the lines of, uh, when you think about it, this is actually impossible. <laughs> it's good fun. He also tweeted, if CM Punk signs with NXT, I'll give everyone who likes this tweet $500 last <laughs> night. I think I like that. Um, oh I, my God. Eddie Thorpe and Dijak tonight, the is Punk it? Punk NXT in 500 oh. bucks. Yeah. Look at that. Sorry, I've got distracted. Mansoir's getting dates. Marseille, sorry, he's getting dates. They both are. Yeah. I think they debuted together at some indie over the weekend. Eddie Thorpe, I swear on my children, with God as my witness, that I'm going to absolutely end you once and for all. Cool. Cool. I've had the, what is this, the, is this the third match? This yeah. Is one, one of them all right, one of them just bobbins. I think the second one wasn't so good, Al. Yeah. I loved it the other week when he came, was it last week when he came out, got in a promo and saying, I'm going to win the answer. Right. One second. And he just nailed Eddie Thorpe. It's good. I didn't expect Eddie Thorpe to get any sort of measure of revenge in the match itself. So it was quite a pleasant surprise. Uh, Dijak was great in the match. Oh, He's having a good run. Dijak's kind of goaded. Yeah, he's had a good... He takes a big man to admit they're wrong, and I was right all along, but he's improved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's had a really good he's year. Rede- he's redeemed himself. Good year. He's on the brand that sort of suits his sensibilities. Like, he doesn't have to... He doesn't have to try and be cool and above it all, because he c- he's better living in the world. Uh, that he, is, he already that is, is cool because he's wearing his sunglasses inside, so... Well, indeed, yeah. That's a, everyone knows that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, well, outrageous. That's cool. It's because she's called Timeless Tony Storm. Of course, yeah. What was, uh, like, obviously that historic night for all of us when Vaughn said that to Dijak. Mm. What was Vaughn doing back then? Because they hadn't yet started exploring uh, what's going on with your head, Vaughn. <laughs> like, <laughs> Robert Stone hadn't yet tried to. Let's see if I can find our review, shall I? Well, you right now. This match. Yeah, yeah. There's not, much, there's not much left. What, what, what match are we talking about? The uh, and Yeah. I will give us some violence. Is it a stip? I don't think it's a stip. Boom, where it's going, where it's now. Sorry, Jim. Um, it's a match, isn't it? Like, yeah. A bit of violence. If there's no stip tonight, what about it's quite NXT for them to just brawl. Every, the show starts and Vic Joseph's going, ah! ah! They're, they're already fighting. And they can't be separated, and as a result, they have to have a cage match or something like to settle it once and for all, maybe on NXT next week. Or it's the first match set up for what's the um, early January Super Show? <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it's one of the big matches on that card. Found what, it. What's the one after that? I forgot. Vengeance <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need to think of some new ones. They, they That's why I put you on the spot. So what's the one after New Year's Evil, mate? <laughs> it stacks to get is he's the guest host, <laughs> is he? I've found the uh <laughs> Hey Dijak, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside and I'm right here. And the only thing the only Of course he is! And of course you can say that I'm right here and now I might and now I might walk uh <laughs> Move yeah. forward with my uh, left foot. Isn't that right, Bill? Actually, no, sorry, you're on our Mondays and Fridays. How <laughs> silly of me, Von Wagner. The only injustice, <laughs> the only injustice, because Dijak was talking about injustice, for, okay. uh, he wants to fight Wesley, I think this was. Yes. This was February. Mm-hmm. The only what injustice is, brilliant, yeah. is me getting overlooked. Uh, and then Dijak beat Von Wagner. How is that possible when you are so tall? <laughs> 
Stax and Tony were pissed off with Dijak, by the way, at this point. Oh, that was the your favourite match. The jailhouse street Oh, fight. my God. Oh, my God. Change of plan, actually. The uh, position of... Uh, your nine survivors under <laughs> threat. Position your dick is no longer tucked in. It's yeah. out. It's out. Uh, main event from that. Main event of that show. <laughs> I, I can see a lot of bold names. Is that like a <laughs> fatal twenty-four way? Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio in a dick for a dick match. <laughs> yeah. It's out. Uh, main event of that show was uh, Chase U defeating Idris Anofi and Malik Blade and yeah yeah. Part of the New Day Tag Team Invitational. Oh, and the New Day sounds, Tag Champions. That sounds awful. I completely forgot that happened. New Day NXT Tag Champs this year. Uh, they lost them early this year, I Jesus think. Jesus Christ. And they win them at Deadly last year. This was oh. the show that it started, by the way. Backstage, um, oh, God. Von Wagner's manager. I've forgotten his name. <laughs> it's Robert Stone. He says, this isn't working. Von destroys the room and says, you think? <laughs> uh, and... Stone's like, why do you have me manage me, manage you? Uh, all he knows is he's big and he can growl. Stone says, Von has to show him who's inside. Help me help you. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> I would bleed to death. <laughs> that is my pancreas. That is my large intestines. That is my small intestines. I, uh, I think I, I'm about to pass <laughs> out, actually. Wasn't all good this show, though, because this came off the back of Drew Gulak versus Charlie Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, what the law in this show? A year of that. So, so much LTST on this thing. Who was in, like, in Gulak's corner? Uh, against Charlie Dempsey. He was a babyface at the time, Drew, wasn't he? Uh, Who's training them or helping them at least? Tyler Bate. No. <laughs> yeah, I spent about 10 years in training. <laughs> uh, I Tyler Bate is, you know, when you get like. Uh, that youth product who's like, we have an injury crisis and he's 28 and he's just on your bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tyler and Beard. When people were like, oh, Jay Spearing still playing football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't care. I mean, I care a bit. Hank Walker. Oh, oh I remember yes. that. Because I Drew was trying to turn him into a wrestler, wasn't he? Right. Did also, a bloody good job, in my opinion. Also, uh, Stevie Turner was on this show. Oh, oh. Come off a normal stream. Off normal stream. Normal stream. Didn't get many normal subscribers, did she? <laughs> Yeah, plenty of weird ones. NXT. Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Dijak, Dijak, Eddie Thorpe. Who you got winning? Uh, it doesn't take place. They can't be held back from fighting all over. And they yeah. must hold, uh, sign a hold harmless agreement. Yes, they could fight. Didn't tree match. Uh, well, yeah. Hasn't Dijak done something? <laughs> yeah, like, obviously. I love yeah. that. Like, it was accepted. It's like, you know, obviously, we'll yeah, do the They've done something match. super disrespectful, didn't he, Dijak? He, didn't he whip a tree with a belt? That was it. Yeah. What's happening? Cedric tucking it in. <laughs> oh, you're taking your belt. Oh. That's it. Imagine if you put that through there. Rock <laughs> hard, but I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I can tell you hard. I can see above your belt. Uh, <laughs> Oh, they have a tree match. Tree match. Tree match. Yeah, got it. Next week. Oh, and I save it for New Year's Eve. Yes, New Year's Treeval. Tick. <laughs> right, let's do <laughs> trees as NXT events. Uh, <laughs> the Great American Ash. Very good. Very good. You've come prepared. He's trained his whole life for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Bash good. at the Birch. Good. Good, good, good. good. Uh, American Birch, really, because uh, they, yeah, they yeah. don't really do the beach ones. Hang on, obviously, if you say that, then you have to say... Uh, and God bless the United States. Stand and deleave. Uh, Ooh. Because trees have leaves. So they, they do indeed. Um, my superpowers have deserted me. Douglas firs are my favourite tree. Um... Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. Ah! Annoyed! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tree, and I'll give you a takeover. <laughs> Come on. Because a tree. Is it, I can't, it's the trees, it's a problem. I can't think of the trees. Kiss uh, a tree. Kiss <laughs> a tree. NXT Timber. NX tree. Yeah. Hey, there. Sometimes I. Right, just keep, do the rest of the card. Yeah, just keep talking. Uh, I'll just quickly mention because we can't really preview it aside from saying Luca Crucifino should win the whole thing. Yeah, men's breakout tournament begins tonight. Men's barkout tournament. Riley Osborne, Keanu Carver, Tavian Heights, Dion Lennox, Luca Crucifino, Miles Bourne, Trey Bearhill, and Oberfemi. Hopefully, we'll get some funny gimmicks in here. Yeah, because we got um, what well, we got Ariana Grace mm -hmm. and the. Uh, beauty pageant beauty queen, yeah. and someone who's got a sword they just like in these video packages to have the wrestler go I'm insert name and I'm and then all of a sudden they've just got some shit on them <laughs> it's like and I, this is my thing yeah well big deal because I'm so and so and this is my thing right, let me say do job generator yes uh, please uh, random job slash occupation generator so we'll, we'll pick a name okay and then like Keanu Carver. Right, Keanu Carver. Right, job or occupation? Diver. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> if, right, you climb up on the edge of the apron, you get on the top rope, you do the hold your nose and you fall backwards into the ring immediately, knocking yourself unconscious. Comes out of the ring in full scuba gear, takes it off to wrestle. <laughs> Got an oxygen tank, use it as a weapon. Yeah, right, great, that's one. Next, okay. let's okay. go, we go again. Uh, Riley Osborne. Riley Osborne. Uh, Riley Osborne, bookkeeper. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. I've run the numbers on the breakout tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Tavian Heights. Costume design. <laughs> right, yeah. Sort of like, so all of them is like, oh, you know, wrestlers, like, this gear looks absolutely disgusting. Like, I'm going to make you far more stylish. Or he, halfway through the match, someone tries to do a roll-up, but they rip off trousers. But instead of it being like, uh, what's his name? Uh... They rip off and there's another pair of trousers underneath. Or, or because it's the breakout tournament, they're obviously wrestlers on the come up, haven't got a lot of money. The wrestler he faces, and drunks fall down. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> God damn, God, you're only really embarrassing yourself. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dion Lennox, your job is physiotherapist. <laughs> really helpful. Like, yeah. re recovers quickly before anybody else. Luca Crucifino, already yep, taken care of, going to win the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, all the gold in the family. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Miles Bourne. It's not happening for me over here, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Miles Bourne. Okay, no go. Currently um, boring trainee, isn't he? Midwife. Yeah, Miles yeah. Bourne. Oh, perfect. Yeah, love it. I didn't even. Do, I didn't even do that. One. No, I that's good. Off top of my dick. Hollyween Havoc. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> <Too late. laughs> Hollyween Havoc. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Trey Bearhill. 
Car wash attendant. <laughs> right, well, car park. Car, NXT car park, the most dangerous place. Yep. And squeegee in the eyes. Ah, oh, I can't see. Roll up. Perfect. Gimmick and finish. And he left? Uh, yeah, there's like pear. Oberfemi. Pine. <laughs> Dead pain. <laughs> F*** off! Yeah. <laughs> Who's Oberfemi? What's uh, Oberfemi's job? Oh, uh... Tax inspector. Well, perfect for uh, they looks in the misspending of Sycamore you. Brooklyn says two, three, and four. Yes. Looking into the financial irregularities at Chase U. Mm-hmm. Love it. By the way, what's going on with Chase U? I, I want to know. I want to know JC Jane's money raising idea. I want to know what money raising idea they do. Should you do one every week? Yeah, what was it called? Uh, um, U-Tree, NXT UK. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Got that. What was it called when, like, uh, not don't taste the wrong way. I just feel like you would have been involved at your uni. When Arsenal's f***ed around for charity. Rag. That was it. I didn't do it, but yes. Yeah. Like, do you think JC Jane... He's going to organise... Even I know where to draw the line. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to organise... All that one, by the way, sorry, it's not going to change. I think we've ranted about this before. All that one where it's like, right, you two, you start here, you have to try and get as far away from what country you possibly can in the next 24 hours, and whoever gets furthest away wins the prize or whatever. And all it was was just the posh kids calling in favours from their dad's mates who's like, oh, my uh, dad's mate owns an airline, so I'm flying to Australia. Brilliant. I've tried to thumb in a lift down to Southampton. Thanks very much. <laughs> never even heard huh? of that. Never did that. Never, no. never even heard of it. I went to the University of Sunderland. We were skint. I <laughs> went to Warwick. Ah, that fancy, fancy. I went to the University of Leeds, but for the first two years, the University of Leeds had purchased an old drama college called Bretton Hall. Uh... Alumni, including your very own Michael Sidgwick, and the League of Gentlemen. Ah, cool. Um, but we didn't ever entertain the idea of doing that, because there was two buses out to Leeds, a few to Wakefield, but like, there was two out to Leeds at like nine and five. Mm. Like getting to Leeds was a pain in the arse, and it was like 40 quid in a taxi to Leeds. And you were there and, like, for the day once you were there. Oh, but I, I, yeah. yeah. So, used to, so in second year, when loads of our mates moved to Leeds, we would just go there on the Friday and just leave on the Sunday. Wreck the house. Wreck the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, I know you're very excited about the, the Thea Hale developments. Oh, yeah, she's, uh, she's in love. She's in love. And what's JC Jane's money-raising idea? It's ragging it, sort of saying. She's going to, like, run a bunch of different university-based charity Oh, events. because she's got the good idea, because she kept going, oh, Mr. Chase, Mr. Yeah, Chase. Yeah. And the all that, and you know, right, okay, she's got the good idea, but no one trusts her to have the good idea. Um, right, okay. Uh... What? Two seconds. Two seconds. Hang on, is that Stax walking into the room? No. It can only be the forbidden door. Because JC Jane, with all this gambling, right, with what little money left is in JC. Mm-hmm. Is going to go double or nothing, <gasps> oh. and then they're going to collab with AEW. Yep, and then AEW might be saved. <laughs> yes, Duke Hudson as well. You know, he might have gambled it all away, but relying in on it, it's a poker play. He's like he's overdue a win mm. at the table, basically. 
And like they what, played live poker on NXT before, if I remember. Right. Live snap or something. Live high card. Him versus Cameron Grimes. And it was like, right, the thickos will not understand this. So Duke, Duke Hudson's got uh, a seven and a three. That's bad. Um, meanwhile, what's Cameron Grimes got? Two aces. Even, everyone knows two aces are the best. What if, what if it's aces low? Kings, I got, I got kings. five kings. <laughs> kings are bad now because of Lexus. Oh, yeah. You see, Lexus. Oh, King. that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, by the way. Thanks for that sweet PLE rub. You just, got your, you just got your ass kicked. <laughs> got beaten up. It's Lost. funny, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is funny. It's quite in character, oddly. This is your thing, weird loser. Like, like thanks, Jeff, thanks, thanks to them every time they, he loses. It's that yeah. meta th- a, a streak. <laughs> it's that meta thing now in wrestling where just being on the card is great. Mm-hmm. He's, he's supposed to win. It's his brush, his brush with greatness. Yes, was getting beat in the worst match of the night. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> he got that entrance though. The he did. Throne. He did. It's a good <laughs> throne. I wanted to break down like Cody's lift. <laughs> and his head was just like, oh, "Hey guys," <laughs> he's still trying to like play it cool. Like he's leaning on. He's only gets halfway there. Doing the little. <laughs> like that. Fred Flintstone in his throne to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got tonight? Oh, final couple of things. Um, Jesus Christ. Nikita Lyons is back in action tonight. Mm-hmm. We know that. Uh, obviously coming back off of a major injury. But then the person I assumed she would feud with is now number one contender, of course, Blair Davenport. That's correct. Um, because uh, who's behind all those attacks in the uh, in the car park and from NXT Anonymous? It was Blair Davenport. Davenport. Yeah, of course, yeah. It was, it was Indy Hartwell. It was kind of Indy Hartwell, yeah. yeah. Uh, I... So she is going to want to target Blair Davenport. Maybe, maybe that's why Blair Davenport has won, because it was a bit of a shock, a bit of an upset that she won that match. And presumably she's going to be, like, very excited for a title shot. You're going to see her walk in the car park, and then the Nikita Lyons is going to try and run her over or something. You took me out for months. I'm going to take you out at the worst possible time in uh-huh. your career. I'm going to stop you uh-huh. getting your title shot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when uh, Seth Rollins had the briefcase... And Ambrose was like, put the green goo in it. That was funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no, he's, not, he's doing a bit. I can never tell because you're a living gimmick. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, considering how funny John Moxley is, maybe the worst comedy character in WWE history. Yeah. I think of the ground that covers. He's like, so, so high up on the card. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's Mitch the Bad Blend. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm the Mountie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just check my little red wagon, which is here. <laughs> it's real. Was involved in one of the greatest segments on WWE of all time, though. Mainly the Miz and the uh, the uh, ball thing. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 that was good. He just sort of came out afterwards and went, what the f*** going on here? There was a bit of John Mox there, wasn't there? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> what? That sounds dope. <laughs> uh, so I, I predict a straightforward victory for Nikita Lyons, showcasing her skills. Um, and uh, then, yeah, saying, well, it's not over, Blair Davenport. Yeah. Um, who's, yeah, I don't think it's going to win the title. It was weird. It was like, Blair Davenport's your new number one contender. Uh, um, but it's Corey Jane. Oh, okay, fair enough. Do you think Tiffany Stratton's getting called up? Oh, my God. I think she'd probably turn up at the Rumble. Yeah. Maybe like a, do, would, you, would you do a Loser Leaves NXT thing first? I would have Aaron a... Fallon? See, there's sometimes they just. And Jess is like, oh my God, if she goes, I gotta tell her something. I gotta tell her I love her. I gotta tell her I love her. She wins the match. She's like, what were you gonna tell me? Oh no. Oh my God, yeah, prolong and edge me. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that so much. I love so, that yeah. so much. 
So uh, before you go, I, I, I gotta say something to you, Fallon. I gotta go for my match. Wins the match, not loses. Wins the match. Fallon wins, and so she can stay yeah. in NXT. What are you gonna see, Jens? Oh no, nothing. She no, finds just he's nothing. It down. He tried to write it down on a on a, on a beer mat. He'd written a draft. She finds yeah. it. Oh, but then you just see, like, Fallon. I've needed to say this to you for a long time, but I can't find no words to do it. And then it's like, ah, love. And then the beer is smudged out the rest. Yes. And then you have to go next week. And then next week. And and it's... It smudged it, right? And it just sort of looks blurry. She tied from a match and she thinks, because the blur, it says Roxanne Perez. And she's like, Yes. Uh, uh, oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll set you up. I'm good friends uh, with yeah. Roxanne Perez. Like, I'll give you her number. That's all. And, and then he's, he's like, like, No. Like, I mean, oh, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any holes a goal, you hear? <laughs> That's what he would say. Yeah. No, 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 I'm joking. He's in love. He's in love. He's yeah. in love. And, uh, then he's, he's awkward, though. He doesn't know how to say it. He'd rather go through, like, the, the Frasier-esque farce. Mm-hmm. Briggs and Brooks have a bar fight, and I know the bar, bar fights within NXT are normally, like, a stool and a dartboard. But how about for this one match, we put it at a, a pape, and it's the basic bollocks again. The pull. No, <laughs> I'll be good. No, P-L-E-M end. Oh, I say, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> What were you thinking I was going to say? I thought you meant there was a bowl in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you decided to not be good. You're f***ing rubbing your thighs. Oh, yeah, you're talking about language, shit, shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll be good. Does that, does that imply that you're usually bad, but you'll be good? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so it's, what, you know, usually it's like, it's like three props, isn't it, to a signal it's a bar. Yeah. So it's like a, a pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> a stool and a dartboard. How about they splash out and they get a jukebox at ringside and when, like, Jensen gets his head slammed into it and he starts playing, like, romantic music and he's looking at Fallon Henley mid-match. Yeah. And he, he wins and declares his love for her and marriage. Yeah, and then... on NXT. And then goes back to the jukebox yeah. after they've had the snog and oh. then... Boom. And if we must go, I'll give you love. <laughs> Speaking of bar fights, one final thing for tonight's show. Huh? Gallus. Skip. <laughs> well, tonight's the night we see if Gallus embrace the hate. Um, because Hank and Tank are trying to get better by fighting them, right? That happened last uh, week, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't Hank and Tank arrive? No, no, one, no other reports, by the way. I was looking on this, and it was like, oh, the big matches tonight, you got Eddie Thorpe versus Dijak and the metaphor. Nothing else. I was like, fairly certain there was a match advertised last week. Unprofessional. I just... If he ever hurt you, true love won't desert you. Did you I'm see, still on that. Did you see the NXT wrestlers... Spotify wrapped thing this oh. week. You didn't see this. It was uh, I haven't seen my own Spotify wrapped yet. Oh, that's been um, absolutely corrupted by my wife. I've got my kids have destroyed mine. Way too much Lyle Lyle Crocodile in mine this Whoa. year. And a lot of. Uh, What's a second? Nothing wrong with Lyle Lyle. Oh, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but yeah. A lot of Lucy Dacus on mine. Yeah. Not a fan. No. Boy Genius, I quite like, and I know she's in it. Yeah. Uh, but don't like Lucy Dacus solo. Has a lot of self esteem, which I. Mm. Like, but it's not like I like the top 100. Where it's like, you know, that drill tweet. Hey, man, if the TL isn't popping, go to your likes. You know that. 
It's good. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you just kind of inspiration. It's got your top 100 songs of 2023. Press play. Mm. 100 uh, songs of joy. Because you listen to them loads. So you must like them. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I had like a bad year for new artists this year. And rap came a bit of a bollocking for it. It's a little thing like, I don't know what, like define what kind of listener you are. And it's like, uh, this year, you're kind of a time traveler compared to your prior years. You're going with what you know. I thought, like, off. Like, I've just been really busy. Uh, so, do you think Hank and Tank get the victory over Gallus or they, the Gallus embrace the hate? I don't, didn't they go into the bar for like a drink and friendship? No, they went to offer that. They went went in to ask them for a match. From they bought them three beers and they said, "You go to my team and drink these three beers so and say it to us." Or you get out. Yeah, and they said, you "Get out and I kick you out." They said, "We got to get better as a tag team. We'd like to face you, ah, the yeah. best tag team in NXT." Um, well, are they wearing the gold? And uh, Gallus said, "We kick you out if we if we say yes, will you leave right now?" And they did. <sighs> God, I hope I can take, kick their ass. Yeah, no, I hope it's like an absolute mauling. I hope it's like Kurt Angle versus Roderick Strong. <laughs> it's not going to gonna win, aren't they? Of course they are. But does Gallus, that mean that I can the Gallus boys are always on to you? Uh, you butt. <laughs> so it says not again. You butt. Gallus boys on top. Oh, I always see you butt. G butt. <laughs> And uh, Hank and need a third man. I don't know why I went Jeff Hardy there. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that, what was Hank Tank and Wank? I remember that. <laughs> it was Brooks, Brooks Jensen, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. Yeah. So what they're gonna they're gonna get Brooks as the third man down the line for uh, the trios match. Yeah. The six man, sorry, Sish. Thank you. Um, it's nothing sacred anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nothing sacred. Nothing. Is that a forbidden door? Yeah, yeah! Hey, Stacks, Stacks, how's it going, guys? How do you like it? <laughs> it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Missing, uh, missing a I was, was going to say, yeah. missed it. I needed a tag team title defense on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CJ, what's the deal with elves? Elves? Um, well, it's very simple, Stacks. Uh, elves help Santa Claus to make, assemble all the toys for the boys and girls um, over the holiday season. They are enchanting creatures. There's, do you know there's an elf that lives in my house? What? There's an elf that lives in my house. He's called Buddy. He doesn't really live there all the time. He just um, enters the house at the beginning of Advent just to double check that the kids are being really well behaved. And along the way, um, he really, really just makes a bit of a mess. Sometimes does a lot of pranks and sometimes bears gifts. Where does he? Uh, where does he live in your goddamn house? Well, he, he sometimes goes on the windowsill during the day, depending on whether he like does a little prank or a thing next to the kettle, which I need. Um, <laughs> is anything like? Is this elf anything like one of them seventy-five good Grinches you keep seeing? Because <laughs> <laughs> those make quite a mess as well. No, no, no. He does certain things that are really nice for the children. Um, sometimes he'll play pranks. Like the other day, um, he. He had a poo, but it wasn't real poo. There was just lots of Nutella on some tissues by the toilet. And, you know, I, I, I kicked off at the elf, but it turns out it was just Nutella. And I really, I've got a feud with the elf. I've got a bit of a feud with the elf. Um, other times, you will come bearing an orange with some cocoa powder, right? Come in an orange. And then you squeeze, uh, it's kitten fault. And then you squeeze the orange and mix it with the cocoa powder. <laughs> then bish, bash, boom. Next day, Terry's chocolate orange. 
Oh my god, he's magic! He's a magic elf, it's great, but mainly... Who <laughs> shits in your toilet and wipes his ass? Sure, there must be a different, like, with, if you've got magic powers, you've got to improve upon that system. No, but he's a mischievous elf. So right. He's naughty. So it's more of a dirty protest than a function. No, he's just a little prankster. <laughs> a little original prankster. It's absolutely dumb, Ian. What, what are you thinking today? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. It's like the 10th of December or something. That's what he did. That's what he did. Aye, so, but mainly they reside in the North Pole and assemble the toys on behalf of Santa Claus. Funny, because I was uh, reading about Santa's workshop, and apparently uh, no Christmas bonuses there. Picture that. Imagine not giving your workers a goddamn Christmas bonus, assholes. Uh, You you know why that is, though? (laughs) Because they're all elf employed. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Three questions, three jokes for you. uh, You know what the good thing about this is? Is that you can't really do dirty jokes about like delightful little Christmas creatures? Yes. Question joke number one says, How do you make an elf horny? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you make an elf horny? Uh, you jingle those bells. Oh, maybe, good. maybe. That is strong. Maybe. Or you, uh, you ring his bell. And by that, I mean you're like, I don't know, you touch the. <laughs> <laughs> I think go with the first one. Sure. Uh, yeah. Jingler's bells. Good, Sidney. Not nah, right. God ah. damn it. How do you make an elf horny? How? Fairy moans. Huh? Makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think. Like a social satire comedian. Evelyn <laughs> didn't get that one, but uh, I think he's going to get the next one. Evelyn, what type of elf is the rudest? Huh? Rudest. And why... Are you going to get it? Is it because yeah. you're always two on the list? Maybe. What is it? Rude. Bad manners. Rude. Yeah. No, it's a reindeer. <laughs> I was going to say Rudolph. Rudolph. Rude. But that's a reindeer. Yeah. Different creature. Different Christmas creature. <laughs> <laughs> the, the... What's the setup again, Stacks? What type of elf is the rudest? James, I do like Rudolph. Rudolph. I like that. Um, <laughs> That's like us do. I know, like America. Rudolph. Rudolph. He's my favorite reindeer. Like <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he's from the North Pole. What's <laughs> what's rude? They would even do. Another swear. Sorry. I've done it loads. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know. Well, I don't even know. There's like you know. There's like Daisy for a cow. Yeah, thanks. And like, you know, cliched name, Rover for a dog. What's yeah. like the cliched elf name and how can we pun it? Well, Buddy, isn't it? Isn't that from the elf film? Yeah. So, uh, Buddy. Uh, Buddy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> read his rude stuff in the bedroom, you know, huh? Yep. <laughs> we'll, Good. We'll go with that. All right. Evelyn, uh, what type of elf is the rudest? A go f elf. Not bad. Not bad. This is pretty close. Yeah. Final joke for you. Consolation goal. Come on, we can get this. Yeah. Toughy this, Sigi. Final question, final joke for you. When is an elf not an elf? When is an elf not an elf? I feel like this joke is going to be, the punchline is going to be told with some kind of suck it motion. Yeah. In there. 
Brent Rover. You know that Kenny, you know that Stax voice? When is an elf not an elf? When I'm having full sex. When is an elf not an elf? When I'm jacking it. You know, something like that, you know what I mean? When is an elf not an elf? Um... <laughs> nothing in shelf, which is the only rhyme I can think of. Yeah. Right now. Uh, what is an elf? Not an elf. Got anything on this one, Wilbur? Oh, I'm really bad at this. Sorry, guys. Mm. Uh, Sorry, Starks. No, Starks. Thought we had a chance at this. Okay. Well, you think you know where I was going with this? Let's find out. When is an elf? Not an elf. You <laughs> <laughs> mean that tickled me somewhat? <laughs> when is an elf? Not an elf. When he's got his head up a fairy skirt, because then he's a goblin. Bye, sex. Over ah. Dash goblin apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's know your thoughts ahead of NXT tonight on Eggs at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from. For daily wrestling podcast, the Raw Review is available right now. And we'll all be back tomorrow to review NXT. All going well. But for now, uh, this has been the XD Preview. My thanks to Hamlet, to Sidge, to Stax. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.